the Severe MMA Podcast Premium with Sean Sheehan and Graham McDonald. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Severe MMA Podcast. Joined today by the Cage Warriors middleweight champion, James Webb, as he prepares for his, his first title defence coming up here in a month's time. James, how are you today on this, on this beautiful May day? <laughs> I'm good, Sean, man. Thank you for having me. No, pro- no problem at all. The, the, the first thing I kind of I want to ask you is, uh, is about Ireland. And, you know, a lot of people have kind of been talking, calling you the, an honorary Irish man, saying you're the MMA's <laughs> answer to, to Jack Charlton and all this. <laughs> <laughs> how did you how did you end up uh, coming to Ireland and training with, with Chris Fields? Um, I I ended up coming here from um, grappling with some guys uh, from SPG basically years ago, mm-hmm. um, and um, one of them sort of uh, I, I I started to like compete MMA like but really like just for fun like I wasn't even training MMA I had a lot of fights without doing any MMA if you know what I mean I was just yeah. doing some grappling some kickboxing and then. I just got pointed in the dire- direction of Chris, and um, I've, like I said, like I pretty much um, I went there and uh, never turned back. You know, I started to make it a thing to come over, and um, turns out it was probably one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. So, um, yeah, that's how I that's how I got to meet Chris. You know, so um, just from some, I, I didn't I didn't just um, fly over. I had like mm-hmm. just a contact who got me in. You know, and um, there's a bit of a funny story with it all. You know. Um, about trying to get to SPG, but I might save that for another day. Yeah. With Chris, it, was it kind of, well, he was obviously fighting as well, time. he's still fighting at the moment, maybe not as regularly. Yeah. Was it kind of like he's similar size to you and everyone like that, and maybe it was a, a training partner as well as a coach you were looking for? Yeah, well, um, I, I, I was just, I didn't actually realise I was going to get actually thrown in with Chris. I just sort of thought, I'm going to go over to the, Pretty much, I was looking to go over to SBG Concord and and train, you know, and uh, see what was going to happen. And it didn't really turn out the way I thought it was. You know, it was I was only going for a week, and it was going. I was told I'd have to pay X amount, and um, it was actually Joey Breslin who introduced me to Chris. In the end, he was just like, "Look, um, Chris is going to be fighting. Um, he's big." got he's a middleweight and he's got a lot of the bigger guys training and, and chris pretty much then like he took me on you know he just sort of like he, he used me as a training partner and so um he's, i just followed him for that week you know i didn't actually i went to spg concord once mm-hmm. um and yeah like it, it was a tra- he is a training partner you know he's one of my main training partners here but i wouldn't say we're nowhere near the same size you know like he's a, he's actually a lot bigger than me at the moment so um but he is he's a great training partner to have you know um and then obviously like he just fell into being my coach he was looking he obviously opened up the gym and went into the coaching side of it and i just stuck with him you know so um something that i will continue to do is you know stick with him and stand by what he does and go forward Mm-hmm. So what was what was kind of the initial reaction to coming to SPG Conquer? Obviously, you know the the main John, John Cavan is the main gym, and yeah, was it kind of a blessing in disguise that 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 kind of happened? Do you think looking back at it, or at the time, what was kind of your reaction to, to being kind of what was it kind of turned away at the door, or just told you had to pay money? No, it wasn't. I was never turned away at the door. I, I it was pretty much. I was just told I could come over, but it was you know um, X amount for the, the week, whatever. And yeah. to be fair, I agreed with it. I was like, yeah. Like I remember, there was a scheme going on. Like, um, if you competed as a, you know, if you if you medaled it in an IBJJF tournament, you'd come over for free training. I think I half expected that, but I wasn't. 
committing to like moving. I was just looking to just train. Um, and then it, like, I, I think it was like, it was, it was a blessing in disguise from one of you because I, I met Chris just before he opened his gym, you know? Yeah. Um, and it sort of then like fell into place from there, you know, like if I didn't come over at that time, it might not have happened, you know? So, mm -hmm. and uh, and if I went and paid the money, I probably wouldn't have met, I probably wouldn't have come back, but I probably wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't probably be in the situation I am now. So, um, so like to, coming over, obviously it's going to be expensive, you know, whether, you know, wh whatever the situation is, how, how are you finding yeah. now? Are you, are you living in, in Ireland full time? Are you traveling back and forth or what way are you doing it? No, I still travel back and forth. Like, um, it's, it's not, it, it's more of like, uh, it's, you know, it's a bit, it's annoying. It's an, it's an annoyance more than anything like the, the traveling, but like I'm used to that like now. Like that actually doesn't bother me. You sort of finish your week off here and I'm ready to go home, you know? Um, and when I arrive here in, in the beginning of the week, I'm ready to train, you know? So it's, it's not so bad. Like the, the traveling, I, I have my flights booked in advance, you know, like my fight money and my PTs that I do still goes into all of this, you know? So, mm -hmm. Um, you're not living that life of luxury, but I'm, I'm sort of living the life I want, you know. So um, I get best of both worlds. I get to go home, um, spend time with my fiance, my family, my friends, and then I get to come over here and see again my friends. Like these guys here are like a family as well, you know. So mm -hmm. um, I'm very fortunate the position I'm in, um, and yeah, I'm happy to do that. It's working so far, you know. Yeah, so. I was listening. To, I was watching a couple of your fights, and they were talking about how you were kind of sleeping in the gym for a while. Are you, are you still doing that, or was that just kind of when you um, came over? No, I was doing that for about three years. Um, I'm at the moment. I don't actually sleep in the gym anymore. We start. I stopped doing that. Um, I, I I actually there's I stay I stay with Chris a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, he like brings me in. Not that I like. I try and say no all the time. You know, like I don't like to intrude on people. Um, but I stopped staying in the gym. I, I needed to get out of the gym as such. So there's another place where I do, where I do my conditioning in the Irish Strength Institute mm -hmm. uh, down in Malahide. And they've got like a little uh, clinic there. And there's a, there's where there's a float room, there's also like a, a spare room where uh, it's clean. And it's just, it's away from the gym. Like the, if you're in the gym the whole time, it, it's really mind-numbing, you know? Yeah. So I sort of, have, um, I'm, I'm, I'm between sometimes Chris's house. And that's like most of the time he's really good to me. You know, he put me up there. Um, or I stay at the clinic in Malahide. So I was, you know, like, um, it's, you know, you're not living easy and I don't have anywhere I have to, you know, I can't afford to pay, especially the rent around here, man. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, but yeah, like I stopped living in the gym mainly because it was just, it, it becomes then, I don't know really what it becomes like. It's almost like people, the guys were laughing at one point saying, it's like a prison cell, you know? Yeah. You're sort of just there, you know, you're in a room and then you're in the gym and then you're back in the room and, you know, like, it's a bit um, mind-numbing, so mm. uh, switched up a little bit. That's only been since the beginning of the year, really, so. I mean, I'm still classed as homeless, if that's what you're asking, but. <laughs> Do you ever think, like, you know, when <laughs> you're, you're, you're a cage warrior champion now, and that's yeah. kind of still the life you're living? Like, I, I don't know that a lot of people realise that's what fighters kind of have to go through to invest in themselves to get to where they, they want to go. Do you ever, like, have times of, like, thinking to yourself, is, is, it, is this even fucking worth it? um i don't ever really question is it worth it like i i sort of know from everything that's happened and where i am now that it is worth it but like i had this last week actually i i finished training on the wednesday mm -hmm. and i actually wasn't sure where i was staying and it's not really like it's not like a nice feeling you know i don't yeah. want to say to chris get on my stand with you and then like sometimes like then you've got to get the bus over like if the guys aren't in the gym if i can't get a lift over to Malahide, i've got to wait for a bus to bring you over and you just think like you're almost like a bit lost i felt like a bit like 
like you know like i don't you know like i don't have anything but you're almost like fuck like what am i doing like mm-hmm. um you don't know where you're sleeping at night you know almost you know <laughs> so but like it's part of the journey you know like you look back and you you realize what built you um there was you know i've had a lot of stuff given to me but in the same in the same like sense i i worked hard for that you know like you know chris gave me a lot and he he looks out for me a lot but i I think that's purely because i put myself out there you know and did all the the hard stuff like it wasn't just handed to me it wasn't like here come over here's a place here's this um i've 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 proved my worth to them guys you know like i i sure that i was worth like coaching you know so i'm sure there's hundreds of people that come and go and um that's not me you know so that's that's great like I suppose you know we talk a lot about maybe the, the old SVG guys coming up like like the way you did you know hard in, in the gym with no money and stuff and how that benefited them maybe it's kind of changing yeah. not just SVG everywhere do you feel like that's actually going to benefit you make you tougher mentally and, and all that you know it might be tough mentally <laughs> but it'll make you tougher as well yeah I, I, I believe that like um, I, I, I said this actually um, to Chris and I said it to Paddy, Paddy Hulahan when I was I saw him it was on that on the no shame podcast yeah. like, i just feel like i feel at the moment i'm doing a lot of stuff that um a lot of people wouldn't do you know like i i i moved i i leave my family and my friends and um, i leave my fiance and i'm here um and like i said you don't know where you're living and like it's hard like day to day you know like i i ask like fucking chris sometimes for, like for fucking money if i haven't been paid by someone you know yeah. um and i think that because I go through that, I'm, I'm pretty confident the guys I fight don't. And there's just that little bit more of mm-hmm. a grit and a will to beat people, you know. Like I, I feel like unless I get knocked out, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win. Like I'll find a way to win. Like I have, I have a lot more determination, you know. Like I, I, I really like put my my like my mind through it and my body, you know. Like I put every part of it through it. So mm-hmm. um, I, I believe it will pay off, and I think that gives me an extra edge, you know. Like knowing that you are mentally tough, like. That gym, like last fucking year, was so cold, you know, like it's freezing, you know. Jeez. You look like you're, you're you're in there like full tracksuits trying to sleep, like, and you just think to yourself like, he's not doing that, you know. Like I always believe that like, my my opponents always seem to be training at home and probably get to see their partner every day. And if their kid, if they have a kid and their family, like I I come over here and I I work, you know, and I I put myself in like a position where I have to work and I have to work hard and. I have to put, I have to sacrifice all that to be where I want to be, you know, like it's not going to be, it's not going to be easy, so. Yeah, 100%, and I suppose all that kind of boils down into what happens inside the cage, and watch, watching your fights, it's funny because usually I watch fights and I watch like the, the first few fights in someone's career and then the last few, and there's like a big uptake in, in ability, you know, technical ability and all, and yours, yeah. I think you were good from the start and really good now, but to me what stuck out, and it's maybe it's just, I'm a bit biased because I, I love strategy, but your, your strategy has to me has improved the leaps and bounds how much do you work yeah. on specifically strategy coming into fights and then kind of changing up uh, within a fight i don't we don't change it up <laughs> we know what it is like the strategies are like set mm-hmm. like i we know what we're gonna do we're gonna just bully and come forward and then from there like we have like a lot of sequences like me and chris have gone over over the years a lot of sequences and i've like perfected like where i am good at now so i know that once i get to these positions i have like two or three different ways to get different things and i i can set traps for different things and submissions and like to to like almost nullify my opponent you know and it's a bit it's, to be honest with you it's a bit of a grind and the style is very like taxing on me but that's why i push myself 
to my limits in like my strength and conditioning because I know if I'm feeling it, they're feeling it. You know, the, the style I put on people is like it's 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 a fast pace and it's tough and it is very methodical. They're not going in there and just trying to wing it. Like there is a mm-hmm. there's a method to it. You know, like um there's always a method to it. And like I say, we have so many sequences. I've you know like I haven't, I haven't really been with my back on the cage too much just yet. Apart from actually a fight loss where I was a bag of shite, but um. <laughs> I feel very confident there, you know, but like when I'm attacking, I feel like I, I feel, I feel very strong, you know, and like I said, they're, they're all sequences and they all have their, their meaning to it. You know, like I'm always looking for a position where I can start chaining stuff together. And I know once I start getting into them, once I start getting onto the cage and getting someone seated or even taken down, I know that from then it's, they're going to, I'm going to grab something. I'm going to get something, you know, and um, it happened with like when it started with the Pelu fight, back last year you know like i just wrestled him the whole round in the cage mm-hmm. took him down a few times and then he literally when he come out when i went to double like level change he was like i ain't going back there you know and it ended up opening the shot up for me to hit him with the uppercut mm-hmm. and then we didn't get to see that much with jason you know like i ended up i think he thought that was going to happen to push the cage and so the shot landed but then with thomas like i just i just did that i kept trying to wear him down like searching for takedowns and even when I got myself taken down, I was trying to scramble. Like I had a, like a, I knew I was going to set a scramble up, and that ended up nearly getting a knee bar. And um, you know, it's just it, there's a method to it. It just looks a bit, maybe it looks a bit crazy, but there is a method to it all, you know. And it is methodical. Like once I get to these positions, I do have traps, mm-hmm. and I do, I do leave traps there. Like I have traps that if you don't give me something, you get, you'll end up being submitted. And if you give me what I want, you'll end up getting ground and pounded. And if you give the back, I'll take you back. And if you like, there's, there's, there is a little bit of a method to it. So, like, sure. you know, you said there your first fight, and I think that's kind of the or the first loss you had. Sorry, that's kind of the, yeah. the exact maybe opposite of, of your last fight. Whereas, I, I, I love watching someone like Jack Romanson, who's a, a middleweight as well. And yeah, he, he fights a very, you know, maybe not a similar style to you, but a very kind of uh, uh, cardio oriented style, and that he goes, yeah. goes, goes, goes yeah. never stops. Like. You you're like that as well, kind of in first rounds, but in the, in the second round you kind of go for takedowns and push them. But maybe they they only come in the second round. But is that a kind of thing that that you think of? I'm gonna put one style in the first round, or maybe late in the first round into the second round. I'm gonna change it up and give them st- something totally different. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you are right. Yeah, like, um, I, I, do you know what? It's just what we me and Chris so we we try and make the first round a bit of a. Uh, you know, we try and see what happens in the first round, you know? Yeah. Um, so we normally come in, we try and see what he's going to do more than anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, figure it out. And then the second round, yeah, it will be like, we will look to like then start pushing and closing the distance a lot more. But I'll try and do that in the first round. It will happen in the first round, you know? We try and get it going. But like, we try, we try, like, we don't try. We just look to keep it up and try and get the guy tired first with the, the speed, the pace, even if we can push to the cage and hold, mm-hmm. get the arms burning. And then the second round is going to be looking to put the, the pressure on you know um but i mean to, at the same point in time if i got the takedown and i knew i was in i'd probably take that and would be looking to go straight away you know it's just that in the first round guys are stronger they're they're more aware of what's happening and once you get tired you make them little mistakes you know and unfortunately like i've proven a few times that once like other people are tired i can then still keep imposing my game on them um so yeah, we just take what we can get, really. <laughs> I, you, you mentioned your uppercut there, and to me, I always look at guys, and maybe they're maybe not their best shot, but they're the, the shot that stands out to me. And your uppercut is a shot that stands out to me. And obviously, you you know, you need the variation to change things up to yeah. land it all the time. But like, how much time do you work on that specific shot to to be able to land it? Because it, it's so good to me that like it's people are obviously looking for it, and to be able to land it now must be getting harder and harder all the time. 
Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, if it becomes harder to land, then it means that the takedowns are That's like, true. if they're going to, do you know what I mean? If I level yeah. change and they, they cover up high and there's no uppercut or they sort of back themselves up, if they, you can't, it's hard to back yourself up with someone throwing a shot and mm-hmm. have a good stance. Then I can just run through for the takedown. So it's sort of just about seeing in the moment we'll say, you know, and like I said, like in that, that uppercut really landed because like the, 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 you know, the pressure on the cage and I just don't think once you feel that and everyone... Like, it's something actually Chris said to me. Like, like, a lot of people look at the game plan and think, yeah, like, that's easy to deal with. Like, it's not. Like, when you've got someone who can chain stuff together and drag you about, and it's not easy to deal with. I know it's not easy to deal with. And I know that, like, they know, I know that he's, no one can stop that style. And I, I know come June 29th, that's not going to, it's not going to change. But my style, it won't, they won't have an answer to it. And if they do, then, then great. Like, Come take me down. Great. Mm-hmm. I, I so. wanna I wanna ask you about Natalia's in a second, but last thing about your your strategy and stuff. Like how much how much confidence does it give you on the feet? Like to, to me, watching lads, the, the most frustrating thing sometimes watching fighters is their inability to kind of let their hands go or go forward. You know, yeah. if you have a go forward side, to you, does that come from like your ground game being so good and you having the confidence in the ground game to be able to strike like that? Because even if it man, if someone catches a kick or if it goes to the ground, you're still confident enough there. Is that where it comes from? Um, yeah, part of that as well, and also just you know, like I, I feel like. Um, like Chris, like the guys always say, like that my hands are my hands are quite heavy, you know. So they have to be. I'm, I go back in at ninety four kilos, you know. Like mm-hmm. you're not light anymore. So um, you know, you you start hitting people at that weight, you 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 hurt people, you know. So there is that. There is the uh, confidence that you know I'll get back to my feet. I won't get submitted. I'll probably sweep or submit off my back. But also that if I do land, because you're expecting the takedown, mm-hmm. then it's gonna get it's gonna hurt you, you know. Um, like I, you know, I don't really know. I think you're just in that moment of fight. We know what the game plan is, but there's also that part of you that's just like, right, we have to have a fight here. So you end up just like start swinging, swinging a little bit. Yeah. Um, probably a bit too much, you know. Um, but um, yeah, it seems it's just working. You know, touch wood, it is working. Yeah. Yeah. That that to me, just swinging is what I expect to happen against Natalia's <laughs> Frederick. He is a wild, wild man, isn't he? How, yeah. This is, this is going to be... Uh, to me, I think it's either going to be like... Or it's going to be two parts of fight. On the feet, it's going to be wild. And on the ground, it's going to be very dangerous. Either you're going to submit him or he's going to like lay on top. He's a very heavy top game. Like, how do you how do you see this fight going? And what do, what do you think of him as an opponent? Um, yeah, I think he's a good opponent. You know, like, I have uh, full respect for my opponents. Um, I'm not... I'm not really too fussed about this heavy top game that you were saying about. That doesn't really concern me. Um, he's got to get on top for that, you know. Mm-hmm. And like, like I said, like um, Thomas wasn't a bad grappler either, but he got on top of me and nearly got his leg broke. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see how we'll see how it works out, you know. Like uh, I'm not concerned about the heavy top game at all. Um, if I get on top, I'm pretty confident that'll be over. Um, on the feet, yeah, like I'm expecting him to swing, but. Swinging's only good if you have the, the distance to swing. If someone's coming forward at you, it's very hard to swing. You know, it's very hard to generate power going back. So it's either going to be a meet in the middle, and then we're going to see what happens on the ground. You know, mm-hmm. or you know, like it's a fight. You might get cleaned out in ten seconds. You know, Sean, and yeah. it's game over. You know, you never know how it's going to go. That's the beauty of it. But um, I'm I'm expecting like uh, you know a similar a similar a similar performance from myself. You know, I'm going to come forward and. I will, I will land shots and I will get a takedown. And when I get the takedowns, like the the you you people will be expecting them to be finished. You know, like and well, 
I'm not sure the opponent will, but people expect the finish in earnest been coming. So whether it comes in the first round or the third round, the, the, the intensity will still be the same, you know? Like, I'll still be there. Or even the fifth, if it goes that far, but it won't be, you know? Like, I, I don't fight for the the decision, you know, I'm there to finish and to keep that finish streak going. So um, I, I, I believe I have a lot more um, for people to worry about than I have to worry about right now. You know, I feel like I'm dangerous in a lot of areas. I feel like I'm very strong in a lot of areas, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and to top it off with, I have, a, I have I have a very good gas tank, you know. Like I said, I work very hard on that, so I I am like I I can in the third rounds. I I can still fight, you know. I can still throw my hand. I can still grapple. I can still take people down. I can still find submissions. I can still I will still be there, you know. Mm-hmm. I I will so, ask you another bit about that fight, but uh, uh, to to finish things up. But I have to ask you about Ian Gary because I feel yeah. like. Every time I talk to someone who who trains with Ian Gary or Ian himself, that I I have to get like, because this, this, I think this is going to be like historical. And we look back in an interview in like five years' time and talk about Ian Gary. Like, how did, good do you think Ian Gary can become from from training with him and being with him in the gym all the time? Uh, I I love Ian. Um, yeah, he, yeah. He, I think he's going to go to the UFC. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's any limit you can put on anyone. I don't think there's a limit you can put on him. Um, certainly, and no, I think he he at the moment possesses a lot of qualities that uh, can like make you a champion, you know, like a world champion. Mm-hmm. And I think he can potentially do that in the UFC as well. You know, like I I don't think anyone really will, you know, like I don't think anyone can really stop him in the sense of how well or how much he believes in that. You know, so I I personally think he he will do that. You know, I think if you give it another four or five years he probably will be in the UFC you know um definitely you know he's very good you know and he, he's 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 getting very good as well you know he's 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 tough to deal with everywhere you know um but it makes it's, it makes it great for our team you know like our teams we all get better off each other um everyone all the guys are really good you know um but no yeah like to answer the question yeah I think Ian, Ian can be um truly very good you know it just depends whether things go the way he wants them to go and you know life does get in the way of you but i'm pretty sure the way he thinks right now and um others that he yeah he has the he has the potential to be that to be that guy you know and to do it mm-hmm. definitely yeah definitely obviously you know yourself and chris fields and tom king as well in the gym it's always good to have people like that uh, kind of with you along the way but uh, for yourself the, 20, the 29th of next month what are we were exactly a month out from it now that that cage door closes between, behind uh, yourself uh, and Nisaias <laughs> Friedrich tell us exactly what happens tell us how it's going to go down and how you're going to win I, you know I don't actually know how it's going to go down but all I know is that I will win that fight I will um, go forward I will I will finish the fight I don't care where I finish the fight but I will finish the fight I can't tell you how mm-hmm. but if any of what I put together comes together it will it will be over, you know, and like I said, I'm in there to finish it. Um, the only the only concerns I have of like uh, are the early swinging, you know, but mm-hmm. that won't be happening in rounds two, three to five if we're still there, you know. He can't, he's not going to be keeping that pace of swinging up, you know, where like I said, I'll still be searching for submissions and searching for the finish. So I don't know how, um, but I guarantee I win that fight and I guarantee that I, I finish it. I know that I'll finish the fight, you know, so... Well, I'm looking looking forward to seeing anyway. I think everyone listening is looking forward to Yeah, a last thing here. Any, Cheers, anywhere you want to uh, tell people where to follow you on Twitter or any sponsors or anything you want to give a shout out to here? Um, I am Poderoso MMA on Instagram, James Webb MMA on Twitter, 
and um i've got quite a few sponsors at the moment so i'm just gonna give them a little uh thank you by just saying thank you to all my sponsors <laughs> <laughs> perfect sounds good james thanks very Gosh, much <laughs> thank you very thanks much, very much for uh, uh, joining me today thanks everybody for listening we'll see you all next time thank you